You're listening to a Broadmoor Podcast production. This week, Pastor Josh continued our series through the Ten Commandments by preaching on the Eighth Commandment, Do Not Steal. On the podcast today, we discuss how we can often feel as if we easily keep this commandment because we only think of stealing as taking some material object. But as we've seen in all of these commandments, there's so much more nuance to be understood. With that said, we spend time talking about the heart behind stealing, how it indicates a lack of trust in God's faithfulness and provision for us, and how we all have found ourselves on the wrong side of this command more than we might want to think. I think you'll find this conversation thought-provoking today. Thanks for joining. This is After the Message. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. Hello, Mike. I I hope you're doing well. Are you doing good? We are doing well. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing fine, thanks. Great. Good. I'm looking across the room here, and I just noticed that Beth uh, is wearing a twisted turnip shirt. Oh, delicious food. Delicious. Today's po- like some twisted podcast turnip, brought to you by <laughs> twisted, twisted turnip. turnip. Say, so, I feel like we talk about twisted turnip almost every time Beth's on the show. Yeah. So. Well, there's a reason. There's the theme. It's have. a theme. But let me say quickly because someone asked me, "Hey, are, is twisted turnip sponsoring y'all?" The answer is no. <laughs> it's just a personal love that I have. Just it just is Beth and twisted turnip. Nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and I haven't gotten one free meal out of this. We yeah. do give them a lot keep of free advertising. advertising. But I'm hopeful. So, right. I'm keep, hopeful. keep working. Yeah, so you might get one. <laughs> this this might be the reason you get one right here. Mm. Oh, let's do it. Know. Yes, let's do it. So the owners of Twisted Turnip, if you're listening, Beth yes. wants a free meal <laughs> <laughs> for me and all my friends. Um, so how was the weekend? Everybody good? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. weekend. That's Interesting. Great. It was filled up weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weather was nicer. The it weather was, was nice. gorgeous. We had a picnic yep. on Saturday. Uh, Katie and Mayor Joy went to a gymnastics meet, which yeah. I didn't know that was a real thing, but mm-hmm. evidently in SEC world, all sports are big time. Mm-hmm. So they went to Tuscaloosa and watched Watch Alabama versus Georgia hmm. oh, wow. and the arena was sold out and really? it was bonkers. Really? It was wow. bonkers. Fun. They had cool. a blast. Oh, and so that's good. Lit- Gideon they had came to work. back flipping even more than usual. Huh? They did. Yeah. And it was pink yeah. out and they had all oh, the pink yeah. stuff and yeah. Me and Lydia so went to the park and ate a picnic. There you great. go. What fun. I mm. love it. Right I feel like this is one of those weekends where it's just like a tease, right? We're in this mm. time of year where, you know, the weather gets warm and you're like, oh, yeah. this is so nice. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the pollen comes like out. The next and day, then, yeah. yeah, it's cold again. And yeah. So, and then the pollen. Yeah, the mm. pollen. Yeah. That's <laughs> awful. Mm. So, it is Mississippi. And yes, then we have the looming um, plague. Of locusts, I know you guys heard about that. Yes, Wait, no, no. Right. oh, so yes. It's this, wow. this is big news. It's, this wild, it's every it's seven big. years or something. No, it's, it's even it is every seven years, but there's a certain time, like in 500 years, uh-huh. that seven years and seven years fall at the exact same time. So you normally have this boom of locusts. Remember, seven years ago in Madison. I remember yeah. being in Picayune and coming up for a visit and it being definitely loud yep. for weeks at a time hmm. because of all the locusts. Yes. This time, it's supposed to be four times the amount of locusts yeah. coming out of the uh-huh. ground and staying for four times the length no. of time. True. So no. Not, okay. I thought What's that was cicadas. Is there a difference between locusts and cicadas? Yeah. Same thing? Uh, Around here they are. 
We call I, them locusts, I, but I we think, also call them crunch bugs yeah. because when <laughs> yeah. they get onto the trees and then they molt, you have the crunchy yeah. shell uh, and you pick them and crunch them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we grew up calling them crunch bugs. Okay, well, I'll look, something to look forward to. Google that. <laughs> okay, if you're Mississippi, plague. 17 counties are going to be inundated. Is that us? Are we, yeah, are we one well, of the I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Oh, boy. Oh, Breaking news here. This is real time. Breaking news, right? <laughs> real time <laughs> news. Clarion Ledger is telling us, uh, unlike anything we've seen in 200 years, wow. billions 200. of insects emerge from the This is so gross. Emerge from the ground. <laughs> 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 it's like a horse. It's, like yeah. it's like a bug oh, zombie. Here are the counties. Madison is not listed on this list, but oh, that doesn't. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Pearl River County? How about that? Pearl River? Nope. What? Nope. Oh, there you go. Chickasaw, yeah. Chata, what is Clay, Madison too good for cicadas or locusts? <laughs> what? Mary Mary <laughs> said, not here. Not here. Lee, Lowndes, Monroe, Newton, Neshoba, Knoxville, Octobie Hall, Pontotoc, Scott, and Winston. There you go. Well, congratulations. You did a pretty good job Eastern pronouncing all this. I was going to say, I'm yeah. just impressed that you could pronounce mm-hmm. all those counties. 82 names. counties in Mississippi. Well, I love Mississippi history. Ethel, but not so. Madison. Bethel for Methyl. Well. I'm really from Tennessee. It's time you In your heart? No, I was born in Memphis and grew up in Millington. I don't believe you. Oh, it's not real. I'm bringing hmm. my birth certificate next time. We're talking about do not lie next week. So. And my, <laughs> and my passport. I don't believe it. Uh, so, um, well, it's it's uh, it's good to be in the room. Uh, just so everybody listening, uh, I'm Mike Haight. Uh, we've also got in the room Sean Selman, Josh Braddy, Preston Crow, Beth Bowman, if you hadn't already noticed, and mm. Chase Hammock Yay. in the producer seat. So yeah. drinking his coffee. Um, it's a pretty good Chase and today. You know, Chase is a coffee connoisseur. Oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Proof. That. That's Proof coffee, folks. Coffee. That's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chase's office is is like right next door to mine, and uh, when he grinds his coffee beans, and he's got his whole oh. little coffee station mm. in there, and got a system. Brews his coffee like it it, it wafts my way. Smell Ooh, waft. And, um, waft. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty good smell. There you go. Not going to lie. He's got a little fan in there. He doesn't often bring me in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) To waft it out to the hallway. So He's a wafter. um, So, yeah. So, we've been continuing the Ten Commandments series. And uh, this this week, it was on Don't Steal. Don't Steal. Mm. Don't Steal. No stealing. stealing. Don't steal when you go to the Twisted Turnip. That's right. I know what you were thinking. If I don't get a free meal, I I might just steal it. Or when you smell Chase's coffee. That's right. I mean, so don't steal. Hey, do you ever go in Chase's office and um, just sneak a little coffee? Like make my own Without permission? Uh, Would that be stealing? I'd probably give Mike more cups of coffee than, than anybody on staff. He's getting oh, he's gotten okay. most of my coffee, but he has permission. Does he have permission to just go in and get it whenever no, he wants? No, I have heavens, never. No, I've oh. never been given permission. No, <laughs> I've got a scanner on my door that <laughs> only my father gets into. That's actually not true. I mean, he does have a scanner, but it's not only his father. <laughs> I've stolen from Harvey's office before. Oh boy, coffee. Like when oh, I need no, not coffee. Like oh. he's got a lot of great mugs in there with lots coffee of stuff mugs. in there, and they're oh. all yeah, coffee mugs, and they're all already. Already like done up. Oh, Broadmoor mugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Broadmoor mugs with a little ribbon yeah. and everything, candy in them. And I I'm thought like, you were taking I'm... the one his grandma gave him. No, oh, okay. no, no. no, no. So is this confession Barley. time? Like, are we we could I don't know. Talk I about felt, all the times we stole. Like, Just done. for you, Harvey I'm telling place. Michael Bowen because that's the real that's the real recipient mm. of that. That's oh, right. Okay, you really mm. stealing from him? Yeah. yeah. So, which which brings up a, a, a maybe a, a good topic of discussion because uh, you know when we think of this command and we think of, of stealing, I mean we tend to we tend to only think of it in terms of material, physical things that mm-hmm. you can touch and hold, and and you know, and that's uh, that's how we think of stealing. I, I think you know 
as we listen to the message, uh, as at, has been the case for me with almost every command that we've we've covered so far, you know, there's uh, there's more nuance to it, and more uh, maybe maybe it's a little broader than than we might tend to think of, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's talk about like what other things what other things could be could be stolen because I mean, if we're honest about it, like we're all guilty of this on some level, right? Mm. So, no, no, um, confess to us. Let's see. <laughs> you start. Do we have time? <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I mean, what are the things? What are the things might we might we consider as we we think about? Well, the definition we used yesterday, and you, you made mention to it, and it's this idea of taking something that's not yours without permission. And and although that's not a biblical definition, like we don't we don't get that in the very next verse or the verse prior to that, I do think it's a good working defin, definition for us to to understand the heart of this law. And and as we like you you've spoken to. All of these laws speak to the heart, or at least they mm-hmm. should be understood to be speaking to the heart. And so if we try to parse these out to say, well, did I technically steal? Did I technically not? We've probably missed the whole purpose of the law mm-hmm. anyway, right? And so here, to, to be priestly and to be a nation that is set apart and different and, and to be different than Egypt and to be different than Canaan, the heart of this is, hey, God has provided for you all that you need and God is going to continue to provide for you all that you need. There's no reason to go out and take something that that isn't what God has has trusted to you, because that that's number one. And in, in many ways, a blasphemy to God to say mm-hmm. to Him, "Hey, your provision's not good. Your provision's not faithful. We're not going to trust in you. We're going to trust in our own selves." But I do think the the question that you ask is is an important one because the the mind tends to go to, "Well, I, I want that." mug that Chase has because it's really cool looking. And so when he's not looking, and now that I know my fob will work in his office, I'm going to take that mug, right? So mm-hmm. so there's a thought that it's a physical thing mm-hmm. that he has. I mm-hmm. want it. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to speak more to coveting in two weeks when we get there. Um, but I think that you can steal just about anything that isn't yours without permission. Mm. Um, and so uh, although I think this text speaks to physical things primarily, um, there's mm. also room because in a couple of chapters prior to this, um, Moses is going to speak to kidnapping mm. um, and kind of the law that, that pertains to that. And that would be stealing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, kidnapping, whether that would be an adult person or a child, mm-hmm. um, those were punishable by death mm. where – Stealing a physical thing, you had to give it back, but you had to pay some sort of money, re- retribution money that that you you have to add add to the value of what it was on top of getting that thing back. But when you steal something or some something from somebody that can never be repaid, generally that's punishable by death. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's certainly stealable as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So, so you mentioned in your message, uh, in in this case, actually came up in in one of the life groups. Uh, because you mentioned the idea of stealing someone's dignity, mm-hmm. um, and, but I don't know that that you ever really got very deep into that. And and so the question that came up is, what does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. what what does it mean to steal someone's dignity? Mm-hmm. Sure, I, well, I, I think I, it's 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 general on purpose. Uh, my my thought there, and and because the time was short, and there was there was so much more, and and if I don't know why, because last week would have been one. I think we could have gone 
longer to give more clarity to. And this one, I felt like there were so many examples I wanted to, to give, but didn't get a chance to, only because of time constraints. Mm-hmm. So um, Preston mentioned in our pre-podcast the, the account of Zacchaeus, uh, although he was a wee little man, and a wee yep. little man was he. <laughs> That's right. Um, he, he was a swindler, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there is a great picture of someone who has broken this law, made a life out of breaking this law, mm-hmm. And is confronted by grace, mm. is consumed by mercy, and then in that you see them not only doing what the law requires, but way more than what the law mm-hmm. requires because he Giving falls back. in That's love right. with God. Yeah. Um, but m- more to this, I think there are other accounts of what are the things that you can steal. Well, I think abuse is in yeah. view when, that when was, you think that was of That's where dignity. my mind went first mm. when you said dignity. Yeah. Um, I just thought of stories that I know of, of children that were abused, yeah. where things were taken from them, dignity, in some cases, sexuality. That's right. Taken from them that that a person can't give something back. It's not right. like I stole my neighbor's you know, lawnmower, and so I'm either going to take his lawnmower back or I'm going to pay him for it or whatever. Yeah. Um, there are some things that when they're taken, there's no way to give that back to a person. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, and we talked about this some earlier, our, our mind in this passage tends to go toward, well, I have never taken a physical thing from someone, so I'm off the hook on this. Right. But to your point, Josh, the heart of it is what's going on inside yeah. that would make you take this from another person in the first place. Absolutely, President. And I think, too, like this can be an easy one um, for me to, to check off the box real easily Mm -hmm. but then I think how have I stolen someone's joy Mm. with my words Mm -hmm. um yeah it was convicting it's like so another story another account that if 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 we'd have had time and and I even prayed about this one specifically because it was in the notes and then it wasn't in the notes Mm -hmm. and I I just decided against it because I felt like last week with with the adultery um commandment felt heavy enough um and and I didn't necessarily want to go back and, and hit that drum one more time but I think there is an account that ties both of these together in David and Bathsheba, right? Yes. Um, and this, this, some people don't 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 take it to the place that I believe it lives, um, because I think when we grow up, or as we are growing up, we hear the story of David making a really poor choice, and and him and Bathsheba cheat together, and and then they have this baby, and then there's punishment by by taking the the, the their their son, their life. Um, but if you read that story, I think what's in view is David, who we know him as a man after God's own heart, mm-hmm. but he's a king who should have been at war, isn't. He's walking on the rooftop. He sees this beautiful woman bathing, mm-hmm. and he rapes her. Mm-hmm. Like, she she doesn't consent. She doesn't mm-hmm. say, oh, I like you too. Mm-hmm. I want to come over. Well, mm-hmm. I know my husband's at war. He says, yeah. I want her, and I'm going to have her. Yeah. And and in all accounts, he he forces himself on her, and, mm-hmm. and she has no ability to say no because he's the king. Mm-hmm. And, and by all practical definitions, he 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 rapes her. He mm-hmm. steals her dignity, mm-hmm. and and I think that's certainly what's in view here, mm-hmm. uh, as as we understand that. And so, it is some of the the worst kind of stealing, I believe, is is when we we steal someone's dignity. And and if you take it even further, I know we said you know we're we're not stealing the mug or we're we're fine, but I, I think that's one of the the biggest parts of. Let's just jump into it. <laughs> biggest. The, the most awful parts of the pornography industry mm-hmm. right. is is whenever you think that you're just consuming an image or a mm-hmm. video or yeah. a, a depiction of yeah. something, but you are consuming that person yeah. Yeah. as mm-hmm. as if they aren't human. The as dignity if, of that person created exactly in God's right. image. That's exactly yeah. what it's what's going on. And you, th- the enemy makes you believe all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. 
But what is truth is you are consuming that person. Mm-hmm. They are not a human to you, and That's you are right. stealing your their dignity every time that you right. you turn to that. Mm. Um, right. And so I certainly think that's what's in view here. Yeah. So uh, you, you said this earlier, and uh, I want to go back to it. Um, you know that, you know, because I thought this was a really uh, it was really thought provoking uh, when you when you talked about it on Sunday. Uh, it's the idea that stealing sort of uh, it indicates a lack of trust in God's faithfulness mm-hmm. and provision, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and and then you 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 spoke to John ten ten, right? That says the 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 thief comes only to steal, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy, and so when we steal, mm-hmm. um, we're demonstrating a lack of trust in God uh, and His provision. Mm-hmm. But not only that, like we're we're at that moment we're imitating the enemy. We're imitating the mm-hmm. enemy and and not right, <laughs> not the uh, the image of God, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I I thought that was just really thought provoking mm-hmm. on on Sunday. And again, I think it it, it I think it, it digs deeper into it's more than just the physical act of stealing, right? Yeah. Um, but but it's it gets into the heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like. Um, I would take it a step further, uh, even as we speak. I don't, I don't think I said this yesterday. I wish I had a chance to do it over again. Um, I don't even think that we're just imitating him. Like, I think uh, and if we are supposed to be the ambassadors of God, we then become the ambassadors of the mm. enemy. And to think that is wild. Yeah. To think that we would ever, like, like in a normal conversation, yeah. you'd say, hey, do you love Satan? Of course not. Do you want to go be his ambassador? Absolutely yeah. not. Do you want to hold up a big sign everywhere you go to mm. tell the world about how great the, the mm-hmm. enemy of all humanity is? Do you want to do that? Of course not. Do you want to steal something that's not yours? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I think when we, when we understand the heart of what God is calling us away from and calling us to, mm-hmm. there there's a greater understanding about these laws and the heart that they're trying to capture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just me. What do you think? No, I th- yeah. I think all that and even going back to physical things, you mentioned um I think it was Second Corinthians mm-hmm. that God has now called us to reconciliation. Right. Right. So he's reconciliation brings life. And so so even like even as we think about all those things, even abuse, um, if we take the account of David and Bathsheba a lot of times we still put it in that I'm not going to do those bad things, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Well, God, God's called us to offer life and reconciliation. Yeah. So how many moments do we have an opportunity to bring life and we withhold it? But we hoard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we say, we uh-uh, keep I'm it not to ourselves, that. Knowing that the Holy Spirit may be even prompting us. Mm-hmm. And, and in that moment, are we in essence, stealing mm. a chance for someone else to know the goodness of God. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, right. And and so so as we dig into this, like in those moments that we have a chance to pursue reconciliation and we decide not to, it's, it's the withholding of mm-hmm. life. Mm. If I have an opportunity where the Holy Spirit prompts me to share the gospel, is it a withholding or a stealing of life? Mm. And so, so it, it is once again... God is a giver and a uh, person that brings us toward life. Mm. And in those moments, are we actually giving a better picture mm-hmm. of our enemy? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yes, so. it, and Sean, along the same, same lines, too, when it comes to generosity, 
I mean, so much in the scripture mm. in the Old Testament, there's specific ways in which you're mm-hmm. to care for those. You know, if you're if you're um, out tilling your field, would it be tilling? That's something we do sure. now. I don't know sure. if that's tillers. Tillers. Tiller. Tiller. Plowing. Plowing. Yeah. Plowing your Plowing. field, yeah. And, you, and don't go back a second time, it says. But oh, it yeah. says, leave some behind. And so is this idea of stealing, how is it connected to generosity, which mm-hmm. I'll say, or lack thereof? Yeah. For the poor, because God speaks very definitely in the Old Testament. And, of course, in the New Testament, all throughout it, but particularly in the book of James, about that you say you have faith, but you see someone who's poor yeah. or in need and don't do anything. How is that withholding and, yeah. mm. and stealing? What would y'all say about that? Mm. Yeah, well, I, I, that I, I certainly think it speaks to, to the topic at hand that God is a giver. God gives right. life. God mm. gives provision. God gives uh, love and dignity to those who have had it stolen so he restores it, mm. and us as his representatives, we should be doing the same. And so I think from the very beginning, that's part of what set God's people apart in the Old Testament, that other countries and, and other people groups, they would consume all, and then if they didn't, they didn't want other people to have, and so they wouldn't leave the edges to be gleaned. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't leave mm-hmm. whatever was available for, for the poor and the destitute to have something to eat or something to provide or to sell. And, and God is different, and his economy is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is something for us not just to read about in the Old Testament, but for us to, right. to apply today. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we yeah. should be givers of life in all facets of that word and context. Mm-hmm. You know, as I, as I think about God sending the Israelites out, he's really almost like sending them as missionaries to these other countries. And so the way that they lived mattered immensely. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. about what it would be like for modern day for us to send a missionary to you know, Iraq or somewhere like that. And they get to the neighborhood where they're going to settle and all of a sudden people's stuff starts disappearing mm. because our missionaries are fearful that they're Stop. not going to make it or they can't earn enough money in that area or whatever. And so instead of them being a, a representative of God into this area, now everyone's like, wow, wow, when Christians move in, you better guard yeah. your stuff because mm-hmm. they take mm-hmm. it. So it, it'd be the polar opposite of what God's intent was because he intended us to be a blessing to everyone around us. Yeah, right? And everything good. that we have is for us to be a, a blessing, whether mm-hmm. it's a lot or whether it's a little. You know, we can bless people wherever we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to live in such a way that is so intentionally different from the way the world lives. Yeah that people notice that difference. Mm-hmm. So so I think, uh, you know, and, and yes, I, I agree with all of that. Yes and amen. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think we got into it when we were talking before we recorded this, uh, we got into an interesting sort of discussion yes, about, uh, really it comes down to sort of some ethical things, right? Yeah. But I mean, what if, Don't bring you know, <laughs> we're in a, uh, you know, you find yourself in a situation, right, where where your family is starving mm. um, and you don't have food, you don't, you have no means to provide it, um, and you have access to to some food and, and you, you know, have the opportunity to steal that. Would you do it? Or, uh, you know, s- similar, similar thing, you know, you have a, you have a, a a yeah, child, child is sick, is sick and, and can't afford the medication. Right. Um, you know, again, so I think, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, scripture says no stealing ever. Ever. <laughs> right. So, um, but I, but I Without think. Without permission. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not stealing if you have permission. That's right. So, you know, I, but I do think, I mean, you know, and, and I, I think 
hopefully, you know, none of us would ever find ourselves in that sort of situation, that, that sort of extreme. Yeah. Uh, but there are, you know, there are people all over the world yeah. who, um, who, who probably do find themselves in these situations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do think we find ourselves more in the messy middle of life, right? right. And, and so on a Sunday, I said this before, on a Sunday morning for 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever long it takes to preach. Um, 55. 55. <laughs> <laughs> you love it, but it's great though. Anyway, anyway. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Anyways, uh, I think it's, there are times, and, and certainly I can do this and do do this, oh, and it's not great, um, where we can paint a cleaner picture than often is real life. Um, certainly there are principles, like there, mm-hmm. there are prohibitions and principles that we mm-hmm. see in scripture and they are clear and that's what we're trying to communicate. But how we apply those, I think that's why life group is so important mm-hmm. because this is where you get to, to, yeah. to flesh these things out. And, and even more than just that hour, like maybe that life group's actually doing life together. And so when a situation arises and you come to your brothers and sisters and say, Hey, this situation's coming up, I, I, I don't want to break the law. But I also want to be obedient to God. Like, what do you think? And it's great when you have mm. wisdom of mm. others speaking into your life. Yeah. But back to um, the the kind of extreme example, and it is an extreme example, but I think the messiness isn't so extreme. Um, th- there would be a difference. Uh, I want. I gave an answer earlier before the podcast started. You know, if 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 uh, Lydia were hungry and Gideon and Mary Joy are hungry and. And and they they're hungry and we have no means to like get legitimately food. hungry, legitimately like hungry. hungry, yeah. And and Kroger has a ninety nine cent loaf of bread, and I have a chance to take that ninety nine cent loaf of bread. And of course, I answered really quickly and said, "Of course, I would steal that. And I don't think that's a problem at all um, to feed my family." But I think where we live, that's nuanced, right? Because I think now comes into play the people in our life. Yeah, and and I have if I have not gone to my tribe Mm -hmm. Uh and confessed to them my need, my my brokenness, what got me into this financial destitute place. If I've not done those things, and instead I jump straight to stealing that loaf of bread, I believe that is absolutely sinful. because I, I have gone around what God has provided. He may provided. not have provided yeah. the bread, That's right. but he provided mm-hmm. the people that That's may right. have had yep. the bread uh-huh. or may have provided the bread for me should mm-hmm. I just ask for it. But a lot of times our pride gets in the way, mm-hmm. and that pride gives birth to sin or mm-hmm. sinful mm-hmm. actions. Mm-hmm. And so if I could change mm-hmm. my answer from earlier just a little mm-hmm. bit to that. But but if you are in a foreign country and there is no tribe around you and there is no people around you and, and you're starving or your baby's starving and you, you have a chance to – to take something to, to feed yeah. that baby. Yeah, man, write him, write him an IOU. I, I don't know, but yeah. yes, right. I, I yeah. think you, you feed You're kind of getting yeah, into, mm-hmm. you know, back to what we said earlier, God's concerned about the heart. So is, is this is this a I'm stealing because I'm greedy <laughs> right. or I'm stealing because I'm lazy? I yeah. just don't want to work, right. and yeah. so therefore my only option is to go steal. Right. Or am I not greedy? I'm working my tail off. Right. There's just a, desperate, just a, a moment of desperation, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I think too to your point, have I reached the extremes? Like, mm-hmm. like that's a yeah. really extreme picture. That's right. And and we've we've talked about to steal is not to have trust in the provision of God. Right. And if God has placed us in a an environment, especially if we're a part of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. uh, you even mentioned yesterday if we could go back and look at Acts two. Right. Right. Like that right, that right. whole idea of um, there's a. There's a sense that if I get past my pride, what I'm doing is I'm becoming dependent on what God can do through the body of Christ. Right. That's right. 
And so have I, have I even explored those means? Right. Have I leaned into that? Have I made my needs known to others? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, so God's hmm. placed some things there, right? That, um, is able to help us or provide for us. And are we willing to lean into what God has provided? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the other side of it too, Sean, is that, and, and as believers, are we leaning into those people around us mm-hmm. who have needs? And we have the means to provide for it. Yeah, our eyes open. And yeah, our eyes open and our hearts open too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or are we just, oh, no, I don't have time for that. Yeah, there's certainly the capacity in us to look at people sometimes and say, well, they're probably there because, or, you know, there's a reason they're there. Yeah. Right. That's not necessarily ours to judge. Right. Mm -hmm. If it weren't for the grace of God, we'd be there too. But it does bring up a, a good point, and it reminds me. Uh, I know we do a little bit of this here at Broadmoor, um, more in the realm of like gift cards, and and like if you're in, in need, uh, you can come in and, and get like a, a Walmart gift card yeah. to go and and feed your family, or mm-hmm. to get get some gas right. or whatever that would be. Um, but at New Palestine, we had a food pantry, mm-hmm. and you could come on Tuesdays, and you could shop the food pantry, and and one of the the people from the church would come, and they would shop with you, and talk with you to get to know your story, to pray with you. And, and we heard it a lot that, that there were some people who, of course, would be thankful for that provision and other people would just be angry because, of course, it's never enough or, or we didn't have what they right. – the brand that they wanted right. or the type of food that they wanted. And we would hear this often. I thought the church was here to help poor people. Mm-hmm. I thought the church was here. And their idea of help is I have nothing to do with the church, but if I'm hungry or I need gas or I made bad decisions, mm-hmm. then I can go to the church and they should help me. But the picture of what the church should do for people who are hurting is for them to come and be a part of the people church, right. not the building church, <laughs> right? right, right? right. Okay. And so when we would invite said people, say, I hear you, I'm so sorry. Hey, Sunday mornings, we gather for worship every week. We have Sunday school classes. We have women's Bible studies, men's Bible studies throughout the week. We would love for you to come. We serve a hot meal every Wednesday for prayer. We, we did a prayer lunch every Wednesday with a hot meal for anybody in the community that wanted to come. They could eat. But they wouldn't show up because there was no uh, intentionality to be a part of the community. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't want to be a part of the church. Mm-hmm. They just wanted the goods of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so, you know, there was a lot of times I'd be so frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would, you know, I, I guess the Holy Spirit, Jesus juked me um, <laughs> because I, I would get all up in my fields and get on my high horse and and, and kind of be judgmental and feel like you, you, you don't want the church. You only want the goods of the church. And then mm-hmm. there's a lot of times I don't want Jesus. I only want what, mm-hmm. what Jesus mm-hmm. offers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't want the, the, the everyday life and the walking with and the accountability and the uh, those things. Instead, I want I want to be saved when I die. Mm. Mm. Uh, I want to I want to go to heaven and not hell, right. uh, as opposed to uh, I'm invited into a relationship every day. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think this that is certainly in view with the church. Mm. Mm. Thanks for that conviction. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I confess, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a wretch. What a wicked wretch that I am. Uh, well. Um, Sean, you're, you're sitting over there. It looks like something's turning in your yeah, head. Yeah, that... well, I mean, I was just the whole idea of, I was thinking as you were saying that, like we, we don't tend to hold things loosely, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we, we, don't, we don't approach life open-handed. We, we tend to grab and hold on to what we can get when it benefits ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that speaks to generosity mm-hmm. and just the whole idea of um, instead of reaching and grabbing, how can we be drawn into a life that's giving and generous and mm. um <clears throat> and to me as like for me reading do not steal is 
more about that. Like yeah. all, all of these commandments are meant to show us our brokenness mm-hmm. and, and to point up where we have fallen short, but God has been the one that has always come through. Right. And so, um, so as, as and, we go and down, meant not just to give uh, yeah. us a prohibition against that's something, right. but to really drive us toward, toward that's what I think with all the commandments too, like you could look at the do not, but as a believer, I want to look at the do part of it. Mm, yeah. Do not steal, but do give yes. when it's in your mm-hmm. means to do so. Um, don't read the book. The the gospel comes with the house key unless you want to just <laughs> like and I've watched all the videos and it's just powerfully convicting mm-hmm. of the resources we have that we hoard, which in itself is a way of stealing, is a way of saying it's mine, not yours, mm-hmm. God. Yes, right. Yeah. I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. For my good, my glory, my enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, and what these people will find in real time is is that very thing that God gives them manna every day, and then they kind of get in this moment and they say, "Well, what if He doesn't? Mm-hmm. What if He's not faithful tomorrow? He's faithful right. today. What if not tomorrow?" And they keep it. What happens to the manna? It rots. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes our our goods rot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, all of this, all of this kind of just brings to my mind. Uh, I was just thinking of Malachi three. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. Verse eight says, "Will a man rob God? Mm. Yet you are robbing me. Mm. You yeah. say, How have we robbed you?' But in, you've done it in your tithes and offerings, mm. right? Or and uh, yeah. So I, I just, as we're talking, this is just something that came to mind. I thought, you know, how often do we steal from God? I mean, according to this passage, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're doing that even in that if we're not if we're not that's right. uh, mm-hmm. doing as He's told us to do mm-hmm. so which I, again i think comes back to the heart i i was thinking beth as you were talking i was thinking about um just this idea of, of generosity I, I went back to a moment we were on a mission trip we we're in a tiny little village came into this i mean they're living in literally huts like stick huts with you know animal skins or grass mats on them and things like that and we get there and this lady so wants to bless us. And so she begins the process of making chai, essentially, mm-hmm. for us, which requires her to get extra firewood, requires her to literally go to mm-hmm. neighbors to say, can I can I have some of this and some of that? Because she didn't have enough for, for our whole team. And I just thought she had, she, I mean, almost literally had nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet her heart's desire was to be a blessing to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so often... We have, and and often in our area at least, we may have an abundance, and yet our mindset is not looking for ways to bless other people Mm. um, as much as it should be. I can't say Mm. that across the board, but I think we could all grow in that that Mm -hmm. respect of just not just I'll do it if it comes to me, but I'm actually looking for ways to be a blessing to others. As our resident counselor, why do we do that? Why why do we – because I feel that. I feel – but I, I don't know if it's a, a people thing because there's sometimes this is just confession for the yeah. soul at this yeah. moment. I people a lot. Yeah. Like, I, and I just, love it. Yeah. But I mm. found out, I used to believe I was an extrovert, but I am mm. an extroverted introvert. Yeah. That, mm. That's what ambivert. I am. Yep. Uh, a what? Ambivert. Ambivert. Like, a, a, yeah. Yeah. Ambivert. You're, I'm an aardvark. You're, you're both. You're an aardvark. No. So, aardvark. so there's this thing that, that on Sunday morning, like truly, I love walking around the room and meeting people and saying mm-hmm. hey to people and hugging people. But when yep. church is over, I'm done. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I want to shut it down. Don't mm-hmm. knock on my door. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't show up. Mm-hmm. You can be knocking on the door, and I'm going to just treat you like, hey, peace out. See you in, see you in a few. Like, that's, that's very real for uh, me. Yeah. But why is that other places around the world? Like, they would bend over backwards. And sometimes I look at people, I'm like, I don't even know what you want, but you're going to exhaust me. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. That's sinfulness mm-hmm. in me. I'm confessing well, that. It, it may be. Now, I think sometimes <laughs> that's just you being human and needing to recharge. I mean, yeah. there there is an, a, a mm-hmm. limit to how mm-hmm. much we can give of ourselves before we we just kind of wear out. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus at times was like, okay, I got to get away, away from the crowds and, mm-hmm. and recharge, be with God, whatever. But uh, but I think sometimes it's our schedules, our too. <laughs> he was the perfect blend of all okay. of it. All the good and none of the bad. I think sometimes it's it's the fact that in some of these cultures, their schedules just allow for it. Mm. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. so that's, tied that's, to the clock and tied to the, I got to get this done, this yeah. done, this done. I have something so, till 6 o'clock today, every exactly, hour on the hour. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when they they long to do it, number one, but they also have the capacity kind of built into their schedule that mm. we have to work really hard to leave the margin for. It's not that yeah. we can't do it. Mm. It's that we yeah. have to be intentional to do it or we will fill up every slot on our mm. on our calendar. So you know, I think I'm uh, go, go ahead. I, another thought is as you look at the commandments, they're all they all start tying together too. They do. Mm-hmm. They're all tied and together. And so yeah. so it, it makes me wonder in the cuz I feel you like yeah. on on the whole like mm-hmm. hey, whew, oh, just let yeah. me shut down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if it's if we sabbath well Mm-hmm. Like so, all those mm. things begin tying together, mm. um, and and so so like where where we may find ourselves wanting to rob others of time or whatever, yeah. it may be because we maybe haven't mm-hmm. carried through with another That's commandment, right. mm-hmm. um, and so it, once again, mm-hmm. I think it it just points up our. Incredible brokenness and need for mm. Christ. I'm so yeah. broken. Thank you. For Me that. too. Well, great conversation today. This is uh, so we've got just a few more weeks left in this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more weeks. Two more weeks. So we got if the Ten Commandments stay true, they don't add any more between now and then. <laughs> so we got uh, don't lie and don't covet. That's correct. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, so, um, yeah, these are these are great conversations. And again, it's it's. This this whole series has been really really thought provoking, mm-hmm. yeah. and I hope really it, I hope those who have been listening and uh, or been in our services have found it to be the same. Yes. So, and we'll take the Lord's Supper this week. In addition to the that is the plan. Don't yes, this, this Sunday, we won't lie, and we'll take uh, we'll take the Lord's Supper together. That's right. We're not lying. We're taking the Lord's Supper. <laughs> <laughs> We're not lying about it. Uh, all right, hey, uh, all of you, thank you for your time, and uh, it's always great walking alongside you. Mm-hmm. Love Thanks these conversations. Love you guys. This has been a production of Broadmoor Baptist Church. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, and don't forget to subscribe. To help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review, and tell your friends to subscribe as well. They can find us wherever they prefer to get their podcasts. And if you'd like more information about Broadmoor, Please visit our website at broadmoor.org or connect with us on your favorite social media platform where we're listed as at my broadmoor. Thanks for listening.